0: What is going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the locked on pit podcast your daily podcast covering the pittsburgh panthers part of the locked on podcast network your team every day as usual i'm your host nick fairby call games for WPTS radio work at ac network and write for pittsburgh sports now and obviously this week it is the week of the spring game which means we have a lot to talk about we've been previewing some of the positions leading up to this game but i think right now and take a step back we're going to talk a little bit about Keaton Slovis specifically why I think he's likely the starter regardless of outcome and what I think Pitt needs to do to really get Keaton Slovis going and put this team to their fullest potential in 2022 we'll talk about that all today coming up on Locked on Pitt our locked on pit your daily podcast on the pittsburgh panthers part of the locked on podcast network your team every day What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast. As always, thank you for making the Locked On Pit Podcast your first listen every day. And, folks, if you are watching this, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, turn on the notification bell. If you are listening to this, make sure to leave a review, give feedback as much as possible. Always is appreciated to get your guys' voices in here, what you want to hear about, what you want me to talk about, and things that I can potentially improve moving forward here on the Locked On Pit Podcast. But today, I do want to discuss a Keaton Slovis centric episode. We talked about the quarterback battle a little bit and Slovis versus Patty, right? We did talk about that a little bit in terms of who I think will start, who I think should start and who I think end up, will that starter will end up being. Well, let's revisit that a little bit because I, I think there are some things that we have to at least discuss on a grander scale, right? Because Pitt, Coming into the season, has two quarterbacks on the roster that are viable starters, being Keaton Slovis and Nick Patty. And so we talked about that. And Slovis, I think, is going to come in here and be the starter. Now, I made that video earlier, the, the, earlier last month, uh, you know, in the middle of last month to talk a little bit about those two guys and who would win that quarterback battle, right? And so, I think that if we're talking about the precipice of the battle, this spring game, it's going to be important. It's obviously not going to be everything. As they've had multiple scrimmages, they've had all these days of practice, they're going to have more days of practice throughout the summer leading up to that West Virginia game on August 31st. Like, they are going to have more time. But let's talk about, because we we have not seen these guys, right? We have not seen these guys in a full scrimmage game. Let's talk a little bit about specifically what we should look for in both of these guys. And I think Keaton Slowis in particular is really interesting because there's a few things I think you would want to see out of him in this game. And again, it's a normal practice that's not going to be weighed any heavier just because it's on TV. Now, it might be weighed heavier to us on the outside because we're going to see what happens. But it's not gonna necessarily be as weighed heavily internally. It's just one of those games. So here's the point that I'm trying to make now. This game's important for both of these guys, but it's just the same as a normal practice. So let's talk about what to look for, first of all. Keen Slowis. They're gonna Keen Slovis and Nick Patty are reasonably expected to be on separate teams. So, with the draft happening tomorrow for Pitt football, they will have their draft tomorrow, and then we will get the rosters for the spring game. Here's what Slovis, I think, should look to showcase. One, I think he should look to showcase some of his mobility. I think this is one thing that is a bit of a question mark with Keaton Slovis. How mobile is he going to be? How much upside is he going to give you in that area? Because that's important, right? That's something Kenny Pickett brought to the table. Now, I don't think anyone's expecting him to be a Kenny Pickett-like mobility type of quarterback. Because Pickett was a very mobile quarterback. He was able to do things off-platform and do pretty special things in that regard. That's one of the things that made him really fun. But here's what they do need him to do. Okay. there's First of all, you have to think here. There's three types of mobility. There's rushing mobility. Think, you know, great quarterbacks that are runners. Lamar Jackson, Michael Vick, guys like that, right? Do a lot of work with their legs and are dangerous as a runner themselves. Not as much Kenny Pickett's MO. Kenny Pickett would fit into the second category, which is extending plays with their legs. You know, not that Kenny couldn't run. He could. But he is a guy... That is more so about extending plays outside the pocket and using his legs that way. And then there's the third type, which is you're not going to run a lot. You're not fast. You're not really going to get away from guys. So you don't have the escapability of a Kenny Pickett or the legs of a Lamar Jackson. But you can still move in the pocket, shuffle your feet, and understand pocket movement. And that is something to work on as well. So, Two and three are what you want to see from Keaton Slovis. You're, again, not going to be the same athlete as Kenny Pickett regardless, but you want to see him be able to at least work a little bit out of structure, right? Get out of the pocket a little bit, work on that, show maybe an off-platform throw or two, see what he has in that area. If the offensive line misses a stunt on the backside, can I trust Keaton Slovis to take a little bit of a step up if they run the looper around? Or can he extend the play outside and extend for two, three seconds and let a receiver get open? Because trust me, what the receivers pit has, they will get open. Does he have that ability? And that's going to be the question. Because if he doesn't, and that that's going to be something, if he does not showcase that consistently throughout the spring, and his tape is kind of up and down in that regard, he's not really a dynamic athlete. He's never going to be that. I don't think he's a statue but he's not really a dynamic athlete. So the question then becomes, how much onus is placed on that offensive line? Okay. Other things he should showcase. Let's work one, two, three. And and what I mean by that is I want to see him work through different progressions. This was the biggest question I had about Keenan Lewis coming off his UFC, USC tape, his sophomore and his last year, junior year. Can he work consistently from one read to the next read? Yes, you can simplify things for Keaton Slovis. It's possible to do that. But one of the great things about Kenny Pickett that made him so good last year was his mental processing leap when he was able to go from one, two, to three, hit on the backside of plays. Can Keaton Slovis do that? He didn't show it enough at USC, but that's going to have to be something that's important. The other stuff you'll look for on the periphery, okay, how does his arm look live, his accuracy, obviously you'll look at that how how much is he picking up the playbook is he calling out protections is he looking like a really ready-made guy you know how's his processing obviously but I think progressions and mobility are your two biggest things how does he use his mobility and how does he mesh with the pit offensive line and then second is how does he go through those progressions I think we all reasonably expect him to have a decent arm relatively accurate and so I think it's going to be about those two big traits right there it's going to be about Going through progressions or not going through progressions is helping him not go through those. And then, two, how he uses his mobility—that's the difference between freshman Keaton Slovis, sophomore, junior year Keaton Slovis. So we'll see what we can see there. For Nick Patty, if you want to make a big impression, gotta have some flashy plays here, right? Showcase your mobility and why that is a bigger asset. Nick Patty, you are more athletic than Keaton Slovis showcase me some things, right? What can you do with your legs that he can't do? You've seen it a little bit in the Peach Bowl, but what can you do? Showcase me your mental acumen as a quarterback. Where are you ready to come in? Are you going to be the guy calling out protections and calling out coverages and finding that one-hit read right off the three-step drop and getting it right there in between two defenders? Is that the type of player you're going to be, Nick Patty? Are you going to be that ready-made guy? And if you are... You might have a shot here, an outside shot, but you might have a shot. And so that's something to look for. I think the mental part of the game for Nick Patty is going to be big. He's never going to be a guy with the great tools. He's never going to have a dynamite arm. But we know that. Slovis is undoubtedly going to have the better arm. And Slovis is undoubtedly going to have a higher ceiling. We talked about that as well. But as Nick Patty, where can you make up ground? Okay, I can do things with my legs more, so showcase that. And okay, maybe I have ground here to make up in the mental processing area. Clean mechanics? Yes. Very clean mechanics, in fact. He already has that. He's pretty accurate. Question is gonna be, how's he mentally? Does he throw with anticipation? Does he throw guys open? That'll be something to watch. I think the mental part of the game for both of these guys, if they get from one read to the other, is gonna be big. while Frank Signetti's system is kind of a simple one. That is something that can differentiate the two between each other, and whoever can do it might actually have a little bit of a leg up. But I do want to say, I think Keen Slovis is going to be the starter, and I want to explain why and what Pitt has to do to maybe pull that out of them and what you would want to see from him on Saturday to see if that is coming out in him. But first, let me let you know about Built Bar because, folks, I know that it is now April, which means spring is coming into full effect, and folks, Built Bar is the protein bar that you want. If you have never tried the protein bar built bar with the puffs, I know you need to try it because puffs is the first protein infused marshmallow ever. And it's covered in 100% real chocolate, just like all built bars, which are covered in 100% real chocolate. And folks listen, you get low calories, low sugar, low carbs, high in protein. So everything you could ever want In a protein bar, it is right here. You get the health benefits and the delicious factor of a protein bar. Now, folks, all you have to do is go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. podcast. We're continuing to talk through this quarterback battle, what to look for on Saturday between these two. And I talked about that a little bit, but I think Keaton Slovis here is going to be the starter. And so I want to focus on him specifically. We focused a little bit on his mobility and his, his ability to go through his reads. So here's the thing. The rationale for him starting, it doesn't need an explanation. I know that Narduzzi's kind of skirted around most of these questions that has been asked of him in the spring about quarterback. You know, he said today they could be competing all the way to the fall. It, it's pretty hard not to see Keaton Slowis starting, right? And that is something that I think all of us expect, is that Keaton Slovis is probably going to be the starter. You don't come across the country to pit to improve your draft stock if you aren't going to start. And that is the crux of Keaton Slovis, right? Of course it feels like he's going to start because everything lines up that way. The ceiling lines up with him. If you're trying to go to better pastures, who are you going to start? Keaton Slovis, of course, because his ceiling is through the roof. And that's something to note because Keen Slovis is a really fascinating player in the fact that he's not necessarily going to be a guy that all of a sudden jumps out at you as this stud. Because again, his tape last year, kind of rough. It wasn't necessarily a good year for him. And so there has to be some trepidation about Keaton Slovis. And so he is going to be the starter. Everything lines up there. The freshman season, yes, that looms large because he was so good in his freshman year. I mean, the guy was one of the best quarterbacks, not just among freshmen in 2019, among anybody. He was one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. And so Keaton Slovis is a very interesting player. But some of the throws the guy makes are dynamite. And there are just some throws you're not going to see Nick Patty make. Because Slovis can work off-platform to a degree. Again, didn't showcase a ton of that the past two years, but the freshman year was there. He showcased unbelievable arm talent to make some dynamite throws. He showcased a lot of good things. And if you've seen any of the videos going around, from practices, you can see how the ball just jumps out of his hand a little bit differently, has a little bit more jolt on it, right? And he's a guy that's not a one-speed thrower, so he understands to put touch on it here to throw more of a bullet here. Like there, there's good things about that, and that's the thing about Keaton Slovis. I I can't say there's anything that makes me doubt Keaton Slovis not being the starter. Because again, I really do like Nick Patty. I think Nick Patty's a good starter. I think he's a power five starter. I I just don't think he has the same ceiling that a guy like Slovis does. Because we're talking about Slovis, if he hits and he improves, we are talking about a, a guy that could go in the first round of the NFL draft, right? That's the type of guy we're talking about. Remember, before last year and before he really fell off the cliff, Dean Slovis was the early favorite in this draft class, to be the first quarterback off the board. He has the natural talent. There's no question about it. And so you're hoping that there can be some magic work there. And that's why he's going to be the starter. And and again, everything I've heard from inside the program, it's been good. It seems like he's showing up and working hard. He's had good practices. He's looked good. The arm strength is really good. There's a lot to like about Keaton Slovis. The issue is... What about when it goes to tape? What about when it goes to in-game scenarios? The scrimmages so far seem to have been good for him. He's made a few nice plays, I've heard. And so I think that's good. Now, we'll see that on Saturday. But Keaton Slovis, he has natural ability. That is really tough to find. It's not natural, right, to find guys that can throw the ball like Keaton Slovis does. It's just not. He has rare innate talent that jumps off the screen. And that'll exactly be why Slovis is such an intriguing player. That's why he's going to start. Because if he hits, folks, we are going to see a dynamite quarterback here, Pitt, for a second straight year if he hits but there's a lot that he has to work on. This is a guy that is a flawed player, more flawed than Kenny Pickett was two years ago. He's not have a good year last year. And there's a lot to that. There's a lot to that minutia. And Nick Patty throws with good anticipation. He's accurate. He's pretty mobile. It's more just about him proving he's got that Next level mental processing, right? That's the Nick Patty thing. If he's got that mental processing down, he doesn't have to die on arm. But also, he's going to win you games because he's not going to kill you. Guys a, guys a highly intelligent football player. And that's something to think about, too. Keaton Slovis is a guy that can get a little dangerous, can walk the tightrope a little bit too much, and then get caught and burned. And that's something to look at. But there is things that Frank Signetti can do. What do they have to do to draw this out of him, to draw this next-level thing? And what do you need to see on Saturday to see that that might be happening? We'll talk about that next. But first, folks, let me let you know about Rock Auto, because with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Wind or often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. You don't have to choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more from the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Rock Auto is a family business, saving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And Rock Auto prices are low for every customer. They have everything for brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet, anything you need for your car or truck. Folks, all you have to do is go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car Or truck. Right locked on in there. How do you hear about us box so they know that we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Slovis, specifically what he will bring to the table. And so here's the thing. We've talked about the mobility stuff. And Slovis has dealt with some injuries as well. But I want to go back to the mental processing thing. Because this, to me, this, to me, is the biggest thing to look at with Keaton Slovis. He was not very good last year. and. Slovis is a guy that was consistently, consistently late on a lot of his balls, and you're gonna say, "Well, you said you he threw with the anticipation," and yeah, he does. Here's the issue: it's not about him not throwing with the anticipation. You could throw with the anticipation and still be late. For a few ways, you can have a long release. You can have Bad eyes, and this is what Keen Slope says. Bad eyes, because when you are a quarterback, let me let me try to paint a picture, right? So, say you have front side read. Let's just say your guy is running a go, and then the guy on the inside is stopping on a stop route, t- 15 yards down the field. So you have a two level read. Now that's not going to be a necessarily obvious combination, but you have to work one to two, right? You're one is the go ball. Let's say that. You see you have a one-on-one, your read is supposed to go to the go ball. And again, this is just for example purposes. If he's not open and that safety is preoccupied up top and say they're playing too high and you got one-on-one on on the stop route and you think that guy's going to be open, you work down to two, hit him. Okay. Let's say they, they shell that over, right? Let's say specifically you have those two reads on that right side, but they're both not open which leaves your backside dig route open, for example. So let's just say that you have a backside dig open because your front two, you went one to two, neither of them are open, so you need to go to three, which is the backside dig. Okay, so now before you even turn your hips, before you even turn there, you should have that picture painted. You shouldn't say, okay, both these guys are not open. I know my backside dig is open. Let me turn and fire that right away. You shouldn't have to to turn fully, look for two more seconds, and then go. That's what's wrong with Keaton Slovis's processing, and this is what I mean when I say he has trouble going through his progressions. Because by the time he goes from one to two, turns fully, looks for one to two hitches, and then starts to throw the ball, he's late. And that does one, that does a few things. One, the window's not open all the time. Two, puts you into situations where you can get intercepted. Three, your receiver gets killed. And four, in order to complete that pass, you need to make the perfect throw. And sometimes he does because he has amazing arm strength and he has great arm talent. And so he can get away with it every now and then, but he's not going to every time. And that is the limitation that hurts Keaton Slovis. Consistently late eyes. That has been a huge issue. And so Keaton Slovis' eyes are going to be the biggest thing to watch. Here's how you can say, yes, Keaton Slovis, you are much better now. How do you do that? We look Specifically, at how he's going through his reads on Saturday, all you need to do is see if he's going to hit backside digs, see if he's going to hit backside reads, or even on the front side, go from one to two and boom, hit him. You got to hit him one, two. If it's a three step drop and that one's not there, boom, go. You got to know. You got to know your reads and you got to know your coverages. And sometimes with these quarterbacks, your eyes can just freeze up on you. That feels like what happens with King's lowest lot. His eyes just. Freeze up on him a little bit too much. And so you're going to need to see him go through those reads. Or how Frank Cignani tries to manage this, are they going to try one reads, triangle reads? Triangle reads are basically, as you would expect, you you have a triangle of reads. You have one, two, three. And so maybe you'll have a curl here, another curl coming back side, or a dig coming back side. And you'll have something else down here, maybe a swing route or a text route, something like that right? But everything is a triangle reads. So you're reading one, two, three real quick. It's not hard. Simplifies your reads. Or you can also see a few other things. Play action. How's that going to help? Because play action often is a one read thing. Okay, we're going to bait in that mic backer and we're going to hit them all over the over route from the slot. That's your read. Easy, right? That's why the run game might be more imperative this year. If you can get the run game going a little bit more, have the backers cheat a little bit more on it, see how that would work. Now you don't necessarily need the run game to be churning in order to have an effective play-action game. But it wouldn't hurt, especially off the outside zone action. Getting those guys to flow the opposite way, opening that over route or the the flat route, whatever you might want to look at, right? Stuff like that is what Keen lowest could have simplified. So there's a few things to look at. One, how much are they running of that play action Two? How, are they running triangle reads three? Are they wanting, running one reads, you know, or is this, is this like a one read thing? And then, okay, if it's broken, do something else. That is your simple read. Are they, are these going to be simple reads? Or are they going to ask Keenan love to do a lot before pre snap? this is going to be interesting to see because it's the spring, but you're going to be able to tell you're going to be able to tell. And that's going to be something to watch. Now, if he's calling out things pre-snap, saying, yeah, yeah, this is this. Okay, that Mike blitzing. in. Uh, the, the, the end, the strong D end is going to come inside. You know, Izzy, you got to get that guy here, here. That's big time because that showcases to me he's understanding his playoff more and he's going better mentally. So we'll see. You can tell these subtle things. It'll be very important to watch. And so another thing you'll also have to watch, how many RPOs they use, right? RPOs are simple w- You know, one reads, either hand the ball off, you pull it back and throw it. So RPOs are another way to simplify things for him. So there's a lot of different things they could do here, and we got to wonder, are they going to be able to do that? How are they going to do that? And how effective is that going to be? Because all these are important. Because as long as Keaton Slovis' eyes are not good and they don't get there on time, you're going to have naturally deficient offensive performance in some area and that's what happened to him last year they didn't really help him a lot he's asked to do a lot pre-snap and it really hurt so this is the biggest thing to watch for on saturday can he get the mental side of his game going and if not how are they going to help him assuage that something to watch if they help him do that a lot of things to come through from that all right, folks, as always, thanks for listening to the Locked on Pit podcast. And tomorrow we will continue to talk a little bit about the spring game going to talk a little bit about the defense, though, guys, to look out for. And, guys, I should be excited to look for on that. And then, of course, we will preview it on Friday as well, talk a little bit more maybe about the offense and guys to look for as well. All that's coming up tomorrow on the Locked on Pit podcast, folks. As always, thanks for listening. And as always, hail to pit.